<laughs> and he's gonna he's gonna offer it completely free. All you have to do is you have to buy like a little. It's an antenna, basically. Um, okay. That is like basically the shape and size of a pizza box, and you just put that. Oh, so, so like one of those HD antennas that yeah. people try to get free cable from. Yeah, just basically one yeah. of those, and you can sometimes pick works. Up, <laughs> you can pick up like free internet. Wow. Yeah. So I don't know. I'll believe it when I see it. Concept <laughs> sounds awesome. Well, you should go. I mean, so go to Starlink. You can just go, yeah. You can Google Starlink and uh, go read about it a little bit. It's really really interesting. And I read an article the other day about how it's it's kind of disrupting the the flow of things, which is can yeah. can be good and bad. I mean, right. Elon Musk is all about disruption, but it's. Uh, I mean, what's that going to mean for? Um, carriers like uh, data carriers like Verizon and all those other people you know what what's yeah. that going to mean for them like <laughs> cell phones are going back to being cell phones <laughs> yeah seriously you know oh, I mean man. no more it's going to they don't be... have to worry about G's and stuff like that yeah yeah that's a whole new world I mean that's and you know no no dead zones uh, yeah, it's gonna yeah i don't know it's gonna it's gonna be really I just picture like a, a million little bitty satellites revolving around the the earth just trying to get all the the dead zones well twelve thousand <laughs> to be exact <laughs> oh <laughs> only twelve thousand now the cool thing that's is that's a lot is because uh there is an initiative to keep space clean right um, I don't right. know if you've seen the movie Wally, but like when they like, fly. I was like about to mention, yeah, Wally. Yeah, 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 when they fly through and they like fly through the wall of uh, of, <laughs> of satellites, <It's> garbage. so <laughs> yeah. yeah, garbage and satellites and all that, all that stuff. Um, so they're actually smaller satellites. If they start to, once they get towards the end of their life, they actually mm-hmm. um, can autonomously take themselves out of orbit. Um, and then if they lose control, like if they lose the autonomous, basically like mm-hmm. if we can't control them anymore, um, they will slowly decline over the next one to five years and actually burn up in Earth's atmosphere. So there's, okay, gotcha. there's absolutely no waste. And they right, don't just sit right. there. They sit at a lower orbit as well. So then a normal satellite. So a, high, a normal satellite will sit um, at higher orbit. These sit at a lower right. orbit, which can allow for fast internet um and a lot of coverage so it's just really it's it's really interesting i think it's going to be a definitely a dawn of a new age but that's coming in three months i think is going to be the last launch and they're going to start the beta testing in like Hmm. september october i I just picture like a a space shuttle launching and then you know one of those satellites hits the windshield like a like a mosquito (laughs) And the astronauts just say, like, oh, there's another one of those uh, those inter- interweb satellites. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty, just, it's pretty interesting. That, that'll be cool, though. That'll be cool, though. It, yeah, disruption's good. Um, there's always always some sort of uh, something going on, but definitely um, Musk was, is one of those pioneers, much like, you know, Jobs and Bill Gates and and that kind of stuff. So it'll be interesting. I'm excited. That's cool. Yeah, it's really cool. Yeah, for sure. It's really cool. No disruption is good. Disruption is good. Um, I feel like our industry has been quite disrupted um, 
with everything going on. <laughs> There's our yeah, segue. Yeah, let's not blanket. There's let's the not segue. Blanket, um, <laughs> disruption is good. <laughs> as, I mean, a, as a general comment. Yeah. <laughs> disruption is good. Everyone's like, no, no, it's not. <laughs> no. <laughs> let's, we don't like this. Let's go back. Oh, let's go back. Well, you, you know, the thing is, is like, you know, when you, when you, and this will show how nerdy I am, but, um, you know, Batman, uh, with, um, Wait, which Batman are we, we talking fall? about? We're, we're talking about, um, the, the good ones, <laughs> the, uh, the Nolan Batmans. Oh, okay. Um, so this, the, why do we fall? So we learn how to pick ourselves back up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, you know, stuff, stuff like this, um, I don't want to say needs to happen, but you know, reality checks and things, uh, you know, are, are part of everyday life. And, um, it's what makes us, uh, better humans and better people. So what well, I think it's, I think it's, it's giving room for people to take advantage of the disruption. You know, I think it's right. It's giving, right. and it's hard, um, because there's a lot of, there's a lot of catch up to do. And then there's also a lot of, we'll, I mean, we'll talk about this later on, but like, there's a lot of, a lot of people out there that want information from vacation rental managers. And it's kind of hard to keep up with. So, right. You know, well, enough philosophy talk. <laughs> yeah. Let's, uh, let's go into, uh, who we are because, um, that's kind of, that's important. Oh man. I just can't segue today. <laughs> <sighs> I'm keeping that in. I'm not. That's that's staying in. Oh man! <laughs> Fine. I'll be on my best behavior. Oh, that's great. But anyway, guys, I am uh, Paul Hannock. I'm director of digital marketing for Intercoastal Net Designs, and I am David Thompson. I'm the director of social media, and this is our podcast, Vacation Rental Ninjas. If you're just listening for the first time, welcome. Uh, be sure to go listen to the previous episodes, and if you've been with us this entire time, we're sticking true to our word. We're doing an episode every other week, um, so keep on listening and um, enjoying the hopefully useful content that we're putting out to you guys. Um, the yeah. way that this normally goes is we normally have a question for each other, and then we kind of like talk about a main topic. Oh, and a tool of the day. I skipped over the tool. I always do that. We normally have it like a tool of the day and then a main topic and then we've got a special little bonus bonus topic at the end of today's episode that we're quite excited about but we'll share that here in a little bit but I think I started with a question to you do you want me to ask you my question or do you want me to ask do you want to ask me yours first which uh, one I did yeah uh, uh, um let's see <laughs> we'll do I'll just ask you since uh our, 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 uh, oh my god <laughs> The tongue twisters are not good for you this morning No <laughs> Go ahead Um. Okay Question for you So you know with, with uh, COVID going on and uh, All of our um, oh, Disruptors <laughs> uh, yeah, A lot of these um, rental companies Are being bombarded I guess you could say And bombarded by like uh, phone calls, emails, social media posts. Um, since you are our, our social media guru, uh, what kind of tips and tricks and whatnot do you have about these inquiries that people are sending in, and how to curb some of them, and you know, make a better workflow for for their staff? Yeah, so that's a really good question. I know that that's probably something that we've well that's that's a question that we've gotten actually just recently to I know some of our our marketing team and just some of the people that you know that I've worked with um, 
because there's there is a lot of inquiries lately with with everything going on and people want to know if stores are open or you know what some of the regulations are or if the pool's open or you know like mm-hmm. just just random questions so the first thing I would even tell- one of our, our clients um the other day said that uh, they got a phone call that um hey are are your beaches open yeah they sure are yeah okay cool <laughs> did you want to did you want to book anything no no just checking to see if the beaches were open yeah and and most most <laughs> of the time I know I know and most of the time and consumers don't think about like from the vacation rental manager standpoint like what are these what are they doing <laughs> you know? right because really I think what they're probably doing is they're sitting there on their computer they're trying to make a decision and then they call and they're like hey I just want to know like if the beaches are open it's like calling right. to see if a restaurant is like when they're closing and you're like hey when do you mm-hmm. close and they're like five o'clock and you're like okay cool bye <laughs> they're like okay right. bye yeah. <laughs> you know yep. same principle exactly exactly they're, the amenity of every um, vacation rental company is uh, on on a beach is the beach so yeah that is the number one yeah, oh, yeah. go ahead so Sorry. the first thing that you can do to curb some of that um, some of those questions would be to set up an autoresponder so an autoresponder you can find in like Facebook um, you go in, it's under your settings um, for your Facebook page, and you can just set it up to where it will, as soon as someone sends you a message on Facebook, like a private message, it will automatically respond back. And the way that I like to do them is I like to say something sort of fun and playful like, hey, obviously this is a robot, but we really do care about like your question, and we want to get back to you as soon as possible. Um we'll get back to you ASAP or something along those lines. Like really be honest with them. Don't make it seem like that's a person responding back to them because everyone knows it's not. But those are really helpful to basically, for one, it gets your response rating up on Facebook. So Facebook Mm -hmm. really does like to see that you have an autoresponder set up because it's an immediate response to any sort of inquiries through private messages. So that's good. It'll get your response rate up. Um, the second one is it actually shows people that you kind of care and put a little bit of thought into your social media. So mm-hmm. that's the first one. The second one would be to you can set up um, FAQs and answers for those frequently asked questions on Facebook as well. So how that would work, and you, there's settings to turn this off and on, but as soon as someone gets on your Facebook page, um, you can set up the, the messenger, messenger box to come up and it will show frequently asked questions. Are the pools open? Um, are the beaches open? Uh, you know, what time does your restaurant <laughs> close? Or whatever that is. Right, um, right. You can set up those questions. And then if they click on it, it shows them the answer to those questions. Um, so that's that's good. Yeah, yeah. That's a really good one. Yeah. So that allevi- alleviates a lot of um, <laughs> having to answer the same thing over and over. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So and it's funny, too. You, um, the. the the con- I don't want to say people are conditioned, but we we kind of are uh, in a sense that whenever you you think about a company and you think about okay, well, what where's the latest news that I can get from that company, you know? And the the millennials do think, and rightly so, it's it's very true that social media is the fastest way to do that. Um, you know, you, you post daily on your Facebook or your weekly or, you know, much more than you update your website. So they're, you know, and we, me too, um, just believe that you, if you go to social media and you ask a question or look for updates, those that's going to be the most recent information. Yeah. 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, it's it's that's what social is sort of intended for. It's like this um, very real time sort of engagement tool. Um, so a, another thing people could do would be to um, direct people towards a landing page. So if you have a landing page with um, frequently asked questions on there and answers and stuff like that, you know, mm-hmm. especially around surrounding COVID-19, I know, I feel like at this point, we're just kind of like, what, I don't know what the saying is. It's a bad saying, like be like beating a dead horse or something like that, or, um, just continuing to talk about COVID-19 because <laughs> I feel like that's all that's getting talked about, but it still right, is a thing. Right. Um, so having a landing page like dedicated towards that and questions answering things around that subject and then directing mm-hmm. people like you can even set up the landing page in your autoresponder so that when right, if right. people, you know, your autoresponder says, Hey, if you have questions about COVID-19 or about anything that's open, hit this landing page and it will, it will answer most of your frequently asked questions. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm glad you said that too, because there are uh, so many times that I, I say like, even with blog posts, if you build it, that doesn't mean they'll come. Yeah. If you build a COVID page, that doesn't mean people are going to see it. They're not going to magically just know where to find it. Uh, you do have to direct them to it, you know, with, with banners and, and with just like you said, with those autoresponders, put it on your Facebook, do a post, you know, all that stuff, um, you know, and do it on a regular basis to where it's just out there all the time. Yeah. So that you don't have to have those same phone calls. And if you do have those same phone calls over and over with the same questions, then you need to update that COVID page with those questions and answers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, um, and then I think the last thing would just be to just be a hundred percent real with people. Um, you know, right. tell, tell them that there's a lot of inquiries right now and that you're going to get back to them as fast as possible. And, you know, people appreciate that honesty. Um, and they appreciate you being real with them and black and white. Um, right. So just just be honest with them. Hey, we've got a lot of inquiries right now. We're we're trying to answer all the questions. We're not leaving anyone out. So we'll get back to you ASAP. Um, mm-hmm. I've got a couple don'ts that I want to Ooh. talk about. <laughs> okay, I've seen this. Um, do not delete your social accounts because you're getting so many inquiries or you've gotten <laughs> some adverse comments or anything like that please don't delete your social accounts <laughs> yeah i've seen that done several times now um over the past couple months and it, it's kind of for some reason becoming a bit of a thing and i i don't it's it's not a good uh. thing to do because <laughs> there's a lot of work that goes right. into building a social presence and once you delete that account um it's gone you can't you yeah. can't get that data back you can't get you know if there's any you're, ads you're, associated with like all that data is gone all your audience is gone it's just not it's not yeah you start from scratch i mean yeah. you might as well just yeah yeah so i mean wow. if you really truly yep. want to start from scratch um if you if you treat social media and marketing in general as an investment you will know that that invest all that money and time that you've invested into that is gone once that's done so yeah. please don't do yeah. that good point if you're to that point, please call me. <laughs> right, call exactly. Me and we, we will can help. <laughs> I will talk you off the ledge. I, I promise. Yeah. I will give you some strategies and some some ideas around how you can improve your social account and make it not so much of a stressor. 
Um, because right. I think that's what it does. It, it People see all these inquiries coming in and all these questions and maybe you get some bad reviews and some adverse comments. Like there's, there's reputation mm-hmm. management is like one of the biggest things that we do when it comes to social oh. media. So yeah, it's a whole other world too. It, you it know is, I mean? and it's <laughs> it's tough sometimes. So there's some strategies that we can implement. Um, another thing is a lot of things are controversial right now. Um, so I would not post anything controversial um, unless you're ready to really engage with the feedback that you get. So there's a lot of things out there on social media right now. Um, if you're ready to engage and you're ready to, to talk with people and stuff and you you are there, then cool. But if you're not, mm-hmm. then don't just post your feelings about something on your on your business page. And most people don't, but I've seen it a couple times. So I just thought I'd mention it. Um, yeah. You know, it's, it's much easier to just kind of remember, basically just remember what people are on there for. They're on there for a vacation. So post about that talk about that talk about the emotions behind the vacation when they finally book with you what they're going to feel and you know what what you feel working in the environment that they love you know being around the scenery wherever you're at whether it's the mountains the beach or you know wherever talk about that Um, that's what people want to hear about especially if they're on your page so that's all i have to say about that i will get off my soapbox um (laughs) now my question for you paul um, how can VR managers deal with the large amount of calls and engagement from their audience right now, but in more of like more of the SEO world um, and maybe the website mm. world? I just covered social media, but I want to ask you the same question. Like, what can people do on other fronts? Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, can I borrow that soapbox? Yeah. Real quick? Yeah, you can have it. <laughs> I'm done with it. Okay, thank you, thank you. Um, no, I, do, I don't really need it because uh, you did a pretty pretty good job, like w- breaking down the different different avenues there. Um, to be to give you some specifics, though, uh, there are other places that you can get the word out. Um, one of those is Google My Business, a very very underutilized resource that vacation rental managers should utilize. Um, now. If somebody searches for your brand name, the right sidebar, it's called, it's called a knowledge panel, um, if, if that should show up for your brand name. And it's got everything in there from your reviews to pictures to um, uh, updates. You can post COVID updates. You can post um, you know different, uh, any kind of update about anything beach-related, uh, business-related, you know, as long as it falls within the, the Google guidelines. Um, and you know, with when people are seeking you out and wanting to find this information and call you randomly just to see if the beach is open, you know, if if they Google your name and they see that knowledge panel and you already answered that question, then there's uh, there's another phone call eliminated. Yeah. Uh, another another part of that Google My Business is the questions and answers section. Um, it, when you're looking at the knowledge panel for your company name, uh, you might it. You, it's there, but it's kind of hidden because not a lot of rental managers have questions there. Um, but there are, there is a section that says um, "ask a question," and you, as a as a manager, can ask a question and respond to it yourself. So it's like you're doing the work. You don't have to wait for people to ask the questions. Um, so you can actually put them on there, and they'll they'll be displayed um, for everybody to see. 
So, you know, what is your cancellation policy? What, when is your beach open? You know, stuff like that. So you can definitely, definitely utilize Google My Business. That's a big one. Um, and, you know, talking about the landing pages, that's another uh, large portion of it. Make sure that that's updated in, in your from Google My Business. Link to it. Um, you know, do an update. Link to the landing page with for more information. You know, there's, there's uh, a lot of ways that you can try to cut down on those, those calls. Um, I, I want to ask a, you, I want to ask a quick question. Do you feel like people do blog posts instead of a landing page and maybe they'll do like a blog post and use it in instead? Um, and first of all, have you seen that? If you have, what are your thoughts on that? I've not seen that um, unless it was kind of forced that you have to write a blog post because your um, property management system won't let you update pages or your, your website won't let you update pages. Um, uh, either way, so with a blog post, it's kind of the same deal as a blog post is just a page still, right? Yeah. It's just dated. It yeah. just has a date on it. Um, might look different, might have a different theme, but it's still the same exact information that you want to get out there. So either way, uh, do do something. Um, you know, I, I I really doubt that your blog is being syndicated anywhere. Uh, that you know, it's it's getting you know pulled in by CNN.com. <laughs> so I wouldn't really worry about you know your maximum exposure by making it a blog post. Uh, it's just one of those to where if you have this page somewhere, a page or a blog, I would I would send it to that you have you now have a page to send it send people to. And um, the the biggest thing though is I do feel that you need to have a date of this information was last updated on X at the top of that page. Yeah. Now whether or not you update your your timestamp in your blog post or you actually put at the top the that that line I just said uh, that people need to know that that information is current you know yeah. um, yes the beaches were open um, uh, or yes flights to Myrtle Beach have been cancelled uh, you know stuff like that so we, all that news needs to um, be dated so that people know exactly when to look at it or when to when it was <laughs> apparent I guess you could say yeah um, and then the, the last thing for the, the volume of calls, uh, you know, if you aren't utilizing your um, Facebook channel, if you aren't utilizing your um, Google My Business channel, and you don't have a landing page, um, you know, you it, it, it's kind of down to the wire as far as uh, how you how you manage those calls internally um, I, I come from a property management background I, I worked in in doing marketing for the vacation room company in-house and I saw that the the influx of calls um, for you know other disasters and uh, especially hurricanes you know that things that happen that you know you can't control and and there's only as, as much as I tried to get it out there, um, there's still going to be calls um, because people do want to talk to a real person. So uh, just uh, have some, my, my advice would be make sure that you have some prompts for your, um, for your staff and make sure you do call everybody back that you, that you can try to implement some sort of callback system. Um, and 
that's going to be your best bet. It's uh, it's kind of the times that we live in right now, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah I w- and I would, I mean, I would add to that. I think those are really good points. I would add, you know, there's definitely going to be frustrations on both sides. Um, so just putting tools right. like that in, in place to help alleviate frustrations, whether it's from the, you know, the people that are taking the calls um, to, you know, just being mindful of what the frequently asked questions are and the best way to answer those. Um, you know, it's everyone's everyone's just trying to, like, m- get on with life at whatever normalcy mm-hmm. it is, yeah. you know. Um, and a, a lot of people do want to have a vacation now. So I think, you know, just just being kind of upfront and honest with people and saying, hey, this is what we're going through, but we really want you to come stay with us and we're going to do our our best possible people really appreciate that that up upfront and honesty is kind of my right. my biggest point i think to all of this so right. i concur yeah so <laughs> well all right moving on to the tool of the day yeah um this one actually goes into our main topic and apologies in advance this is going to be a, a longer uh podcast than usual but that's quite all right <laughs> um tool of the day uh if you guys do blogs um do blogs do blogging if you're a blogger yeah do you if, blog? you do blog. <laughs> if you do blogging <laughs> if you do blogging <laughs> um so yeah the there is a plugin for wordpress and it is called the yoast seo plugin so there's a it, it's kind of overwhelming at first if you don't know what you're doing but just in, if you just install it and don't configure it it'll still help you out um, if you don't know how to configure it, don't worry about it. Don't touch those settings because you'll mess something up. <laughs> so just uh, if, if you're on your own and you are using WordPress and you are able to install plugins, um, then install the Yoast one. And the reason why I say it is because it will give you um, suggestions on how to write your, your content if you're doing if you're writing something for SEO. So let's say that you're doing a blog post on the top five best uh, uh, beaches to walk on during the sunset. Was that a good one? Was that yeah, a good that's, example? That's, that a, that's a good one. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I would say okay. that's a good one. <clears throat> so, you know, if you type in your, your uh, when you're writing your blog post and you're, you're in WordPress and you're writing this post out, you can type in your keyword um, that you want to try to rank for. So maybe maybe let's uh, try to rank for Topsail Island uh, beach sunsets or you know something like that. Um, you can type that in, and then Yoast will tell you whether or not your content is not only readable, but whether or not it has the appropriate elements in there for SEO, like your um, and we'll get into more of this in a second, but like your title tag, like your um, uh, page slug, uh, whether or not you have the keyword in there in the right spots, um, it just kind of guides you down that path of uh, making sure that you have a well-optimized blog post. Um, does it have to be perfect every single time? No, because you're going you're gonna to go crazy trying to do that. <laughs> I've seen it happen. I've seen it happen. I have no hair now. So. <laughs> this is true. I w- I can um, I can confirm this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it is it is a helpful guide, and I, I do recommend if you are able install Yoast SEO Y O A S T like toast, but with a Y. That is a very good way to explain that. 
I like that. I like toast. Like toast, but just with a Y. <laughs> no, it's a good plugin. I've used it before too. It's it's very, it's very helpful. And if you don't, if you're just using it to like, like Paul said, if you don't really know about it, don't touch the settings and just let it do its thing. And mm-hmm. it can guide you on some different things. Um, you know, when you're yeah. when you're doing you know all that stuff when you're trying to SEO. Is that the correct term? <laughs> trying to SEO. You're trying to SEO. You know, it's so <laughs> funny because SEO is, it's a verb, it's a noun, it's a, it, it, people even say SEO optimization, but the O part of SEO is optimization. So it, it is a weird um, acronym. Yeah, that's an acronym. Yeah. You, can you a- optimize your, your optimization? <laughs> Can you become more optimal about optimizing? Ooh. <laughs> optimally, optimally Optimus Prime <laughs> optimization. All right, we need to move on. I think so. On the note of blog posts, our main topic today, because I think it's very relevant, um, is how do you write the perfect blog post for vacation rentals? <laughs> yep. Yep, yep. I'm going to tell you right now, it doesn't exist. That's that's it's a not, very it, wide it, topic. It's <laughs> yeah. Um, the, the we everybody always strives for perfection, right? Um, but there are some main points that are I want to I want to point out, obviously, because they're points. Um, the things to keep in mind when you're writing blogs: what is your end game? Why are you writing? Yeah. Are you writing to um, rank better with the SEO optimizations? <laughs> Are you trying to um, gain more traffic? Are you trying to build up a uh, reputation? Are you trying to publish more content on your social media that you can link to? W- you know, think about like what your end game is. Um, yeah, what's your strategy behind it? Exactly, exactly. So writing blogs about uh, your local attractions and the top five coffee houses and the, the, the best places that you can get sushi um, are all great topics and they're all things that the guests will read and will probably enjoy. You might even get a one dynamic breakout blog post that it gets um, thousands of visitors a day. But I bet you anything, if you look at the landing page and look at the, the, the conversion rate for that blog post, you're not getting bookings from it. So when you're writing and you're writing and becoming a, 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 a to, to, try, to try to get more bookings and um, go that route as far as really build up uh, traffic, Yeah. not all traffic is created equal. No. So that's the main thing that, that I, I think you really need to think about whenever you're writing this stuff is, is why you're doing it and the, the, reasoning, the reasoning behind it. Because all those are valid reasons. You know, if you want a good SEO if you, and, you know, there's different ways to optimize. If you want a good, um, good reputation, you want to put, put stuff on social media, you know, they're all good valid reasons. It's just you need to have that goal in mind. Yeah, I think, um, and we've had discussions about this before with blogging, um, there's a difference between being an authority um, in the vacation rental world for your area and being an authority mm-hmm. in everything else. 
So <laughs> right. you can, if you start writing about, you know, you're constantly writing about shops and restaurants and different things in your area, you're not necessarily writing about vacationing there. You're writing about some of the attractions. While those are good blog posts um, and it can mm-hmm. generate interest, um, just remember that you want to be an authority. Let's just say if you're, um, you know, in Myrtle Beach or you're in, in Destin or whatever, you want to be an, an authority in Destin as a vacation rental person. You don't want to be an authority for all the restaurants that are there. That's something <laughs> right. completely different. So I think that's one thing to remember when you are writing is, like Paul said, you know, just have this, um, this purpose in mind. What are, you, what are you trying to convey? What do you want people to do after reading that blog post? Um, mm-hmm. You know, what's, 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 the, what's the idea behind it? Um, yeah, not little, all of them are going to be home runs either. No, no, yeah. they're not. So, and then I wanted to throw in a little tidbit too. Um, just a, a side note, the first link that you post in a blog post, the first link, so a hot link, um, is going to be the most important one. Am I right, Paul? You are correct. So just be mindful of which link you're putting in first <laughs> because it's going to be the most important one. Yep, yep, yep. There's a whole subtopic. Yeah, that's a There's whole a subtopic. But I just want to throw that in there. So yeah, yeah, but yeah, exactly. Um, all that stuff, you know, goes comes into play. Um, and you know, you you can go on uh, the general term of you know how to write a perfect blog post. I mean, we can, I can spend a good hour um, going over the SEO elements of how to write a perfect blog post that you want to rank. You know. Um, versus writing a perfect blog post for uh, readability, uh, for sharing on social media, how to get more traffic by being uh, kitschy or um, clickbaity. Yeah. You know, there's, there's, a, there's different avenues you can go down. Um, now you, you do want a mixture of all of that stuff, to be honest with you. Um, and, but like I say, you don't need to hit, hit, the, hit a home run every time with the, when, you're, when you're writing. Sometimes writing about an area event um, is, is good enough, and you know it'll it, it'll get you some traffic. But um, I challenge you though. Look at if you've been if you've been around for a while. I mean, if you've been writing consistently for two or three years, um, either go into your analytics or have your marketing company <clears throat> like ICND <laughs> uh, go into your analytics um, and look at your look at your blog post pages. Um, look at the bounce rates on those because uh, I guarantee you there's there's going to be a mixture. There's going to be some that have high traffic and very high bounce rates, ninety plus percent bounce rate, um, and there's going to be other ones that have a lower bounce rate. Um, they're all going to be high, but, um, you know, 60%, 70%, something like that. Now look at, look at those, the different posts and ask yourself, okay, why does this one perform better? Why do people drill down in the content more on this blog post versus the other one? You know, what's the topic about and what stage are these people in their planning mode for, for their vacation? Yeah. You know, if they're, if they've already booked, you know, if they've already booked and they're just researching, okay, so what restaurants or what attractions do I want to go to? You know, I'm, I'm just going to Google that stuff. You know, your your blog post was um, was great. It probably got them what they needed, but they've already booked and they're not thinking about their booking booking their vacation for next year. You know, after you know they haven't even done their other vacation yet. So it's one of those to where you do you, you kind of have to think very, very, very top of funnel. Sometimes people that are in their research stage. Yeah. Which is hard to do. 
but um yeah think of questions that people might um might might want to google um such as uh myrtle beach versus folly beach um topsail island versus curie beach um, outer banks versus martha's vineyard so those are very very top of the funnel um questions that people are in their research phase looking for um so write topics surrounding that that you know if somebody googles that then you have that um you, you have that leg up and it'll it'll show and then you can maybe hopefully if you do it right put some links in the in the blog post that sends them down that funnel hey by the way check out our amazing rentals that we have in martha's vineyard yeah yeah and keep it um keep it relevant to right now too so another one would be you know you could write a blog post around here's one for you beaches that are open right now right so you know <laughs> stuff stuff like that you know and and the comparison's good too but like you know keeping it relevant to you know what's happening right now um, would also mm -hmm. be a good a good strategy to take again it comes back to you know what's your end goal with it and i like the i like the plug of you know don't don't be afraid to do a plug like what paul was saying you know here's here's some of our rentals that are available right now you know mm -hmm. something like that to like sort of get people through the process i mean you, you definitely want to remember what's your call to action you know what do you what do you want people to do after reading this you don't want them to just read it and then go away and think about it right you know, they give them something to do afterwards put them through mm -hmm. a process so. you know you know it's funny let me give you a, a perfect example of a real world, real real, <laughs> real world experience <laughs> that uh Need more coffee. That's that's like <laughs> back to episode nine. We were talking about coffee. Need more coffee. Um, of something that happened to me. I, I was research. I do a lot of um, woodworking and stuff in the garage, and and I'm a I'm a tool fanatic, and um, you know, always like I was doing that stuff. Um, and I was researching. I for, I honestly forgot what the topic was, but I I googled it and I started reading this article um, from a website I never heard of before, and it was a pretty good article. Um, and it it broke down like all the positives and negatives of doing something one way versus the other way and the tools involved well before long like halfway down i was reading about this this company's tools in general rather than like the general uh tool that is used for the job they pulled a fast one on you they did they <laughs> did so it was it was soon enough that i was um and it started showing pictures of their tools you know their vacation rentals so after that i actually clicked and i went to the page and i looked at you know how much they were stuff like that didn't buy at the time it was way too expensive <laughs> but you, have you bought so one yet? i, I left i left do it have you bought one yet Hang on. Okay. Sorry. I'm, the <laughs> I'm anticipation is killing me. Uh, I know. I know. Um, so I, I left, and uh, of course, uh, as any good marketing company would, they um, served some remarketing ads. Nice. Look at them go. After, after a while, um, I uh, I you know kept seeing this ad, and I was like, oh, I don't I don't want this thing. It's too expensive. But um, they had a sale, or well, well. It could have been just a sale for me. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know that drill, right? I know that drill. 
you know, I think we all know what's going on here. I think we Mm -hmm. all know. (laughs) But I I did get a coupon code, and uh, I I, it was it was enough to justify the purchase. Wow! See that that is good marketing. They had they had a content they had content that generated the lead. Um, you got through it. You maybe weren't at the the buying process in, so you're at the top of the funnel. And then they started serving you some remarketing ads. They started persuading you, and then they figured that maybe a coupon would push you over the edge, and it did. It did. So it got me. Nice. That's cool. Yep, That's yep. exactly what everyone should be doing. <laughs> <laughs> everyone do that. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah, we've talked about before, like um, it, like doing remarketing ads and stuff like that. I mean, they they are they are important. Um, you know, you so don't effective. see that big of a ROI on them as far as like a direct click and and come back. Um, but, but they, they do work. They do. They do work. Yeah. Um, and the the good ones, you know, with coupons, <clears throat> do work. So <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, that's that's a good tie-in to, you know, even if there's not a call to action at the very end, or maybe the call to action isn't super strong. Um, mm-hmm. They definitely had an idea of what they were going to do afterwards. So they knew there was a strategy behind that to where there's a blog post, there's a call to action. But if you don't take them up on that, they're going to serve you remarketing ads for the next 30, 60, 90 days because they Mm -hmm. know that they just have to get in front of you so many times to persuade you. So they're going to try different content. They're going to probably do some A-B testing and see what you engage with and then finally decide, okay, we're going to serve him a coupon ad. And if he doesn't take us up on it, maybe we put him on the back burner for right now. So right. there's definitely right. just think about that, you know, what what sort of strategy there is, guys, you know, what what's your what's your whole goal behind this? Um, mm-hmm. Because there's a lot of, there can be a lot of moving parts and a lot of ways to to get people back to your website so you can get more direct bookings. So, yeah. and, you know, the main thing is don't don't blog just because you think you're supposed to be doing it. Yeah, that's <laughs> the wrong. That's the wrong mentality. Definitely have a purpose. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Just like with social media, people are like, well, I'm doing it because I, I got to do it. And it's like, well, there there should be <laughs> there needs to be a little <laughs> bit of strategy and thought behind this, you yeah. know, so, I need something. Yeah, Give me something. let's let's we can work up some sort of strategy. So, I mean, is that all we have to say on that? Is there more? Yeah, to say? yeah, definitely. I think, definitely. I think I mean, there's that more was to a say, very broad level. That's yeah, that's a very broad. So I think that's basically it. But I did want to mention I said I had a. A little Spill the big news. The big news. So big things are happening mm-hmm. with Vacation Rental Ninjas, and we're very excited about it. Um, we're going to be moving to a new platform. Um, so we're still going to be on SoundCloud. You'll still be able to find us on Google Music and iTunes, but we're also going to be moving to Spotify and iHeartRadio and a bunch of different platforms. So if you're a Spotify user and you've been using iTunes just so you can listen to us, we really appreciate that. But we're going to be trying to move to more <laughs> more platforms to accommodate everyone. So that's the big news. We're super excited about it. Um, we're just going to be making that transition and it'll be a lot of fun. So we've gotten we haven't gotten a lot of a lot of feedback digitally, so we haven't really received any sort of like feedback social media wise or emails or anything like that but i know with our people being in like conferences or just talking to clients like we know that we've got some listeners out there and you guys are enjoying the content or at least we hope you are um if you are that makes us really happy and we're glad that we can 
definitely push out some helpful content to you guys um, yeah. especially through but if you aren't we have a we have an email address. <laughs> yeah. it's, called, it's podcast <laughs> icoastalnet.com <laughs> it is it is it's please send us an email <laughs> that is a really good segue and you can also find us on facebook and twitter facebook at intercoastal net designs twitter at intercoastal and stay tuned until the next episode guys we will talk to you soon see you